Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Baby, let's just dance, dance. Let's just dance, baby. I just wanna dance, 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 dance. Welcome back to the bar. It is bitch number one, Christie's, and bitch number two, Kelly. Look, I'm using my Matt clap, my Matt glass. Matt, Finally. our favorite intern in the whole wide world. Isn't he the cutest? He is. People really loved when he was on the episode on the after party. We should get him back on to ask questions. Yeah. He's really, really cute. But um, look, Matt, I'm using your glass. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Cheers. And I'm drinking cla- today. Cloudy Bay. You're always drinking that. Is that your favorite? I like Cloudy Bay a lot. I do. Now, don't confuse it with Oyster Bay. Okay. I like Cloudy Bay. What do you have back there that says cheers? I, I got a whole concoction today. Oh, God. Almighty. I got it for Christmas. Okay. It's a smoker. Wait, I was going to say that looks like a science It's a smoker. Lab. It's an old-fashioned. I put them on my story all the time. I get them when I'm out, and they smoke them. Did you yeah. remember that one that yeah. was in the skull and stuff? So I, I got one of these. Who you, sent it to you? This mixology. So it sends Tell, all what? the... Mixology sent me one. They sent all these different kinds of bourbons and whiskeys so you can figure out which one. Because when you go, they say to you, what kind of bourbon do you want? And I never know what to say. Right. So I loved it. They give you everything. These cute little... Look at my little orange. Oh my God. It's like you're a scientist. Kelly, you never went to chemistry and now you're a chemist. Like cute little orange and stuff. It's like a dehydrated orange. That I love is it. Cute. But I have to sip today because it's very strong. Does Mark like them kind of? Yeah. Things? Well, you got to get them. I'm gonna get one for Josh for his birthday. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, I think it's a great gift for somebody that you don't know what like, to buy. Like your dad, like yeah. somebody's dad. I loved it. So yeah, I have an exciting drink today. That is exciting. Is it good? It is very good. I d- I like those though. Yeah, I'm not a big. You kind of have to have a taste for them. I, I, I'm not either, but I don't know when they're smoked and stuff. I don't know if it's just because you like a you like a circus trick. Yeah, I mean, I like a show. Like I said, I, I put it on my story all the time. Then. Yeah, I want them to send me a present. I want that. Yeah, I like a drink that comes with a show. Like if there's a smoky ice cube. I, a glitter I, the bomb. one I post is that one, uh, I get it at the Oyster Society, Oyster, Ocean Prime. Mm. It's called Bubbles and Berries, and it's like a berry martini, and they put the dry ice in, and it like smokes. Yeah. Yes. I just saw this really cute thing, but I don't think I would actually like it, because what they do is they take a piece of cotton candy, like a flat piece, and they put like edible glitter in it, and then they roll it up in a ball, 
and then they drop it in champagne so then it's real pretty. But I don't think I would like the cotton candy in my champagne. I don't think I would either. They do that at a place down here and they'll do yeah. it for your birthday. Like, And then they'll do like a big piece that has like sparklers coming out, but it's over top of your drink. Yeah. I'm not a big cotton candy person. Do you remember- I'm sweet enough. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and you melt in the rain, blah, blah, blah. Do you remember, did you ever go to Barton G in LA with us? No. Barton G, I think they're in a couple of places. I believe there's one in Miami, but every single thing that you order comes in like a presentation and it's really crazy looking. So they have, they sound disgusting, but they are unbelievably good. They have like lobster pop tarts. Now there's nothing sweet about them. They're a lobster pop tart, but they come in this big old antique old fashioned toaster that pops up when you're eating them. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Like if you order fish, it has a big fishing pole that comes with your glass or with your plate. It's very cute. We did, I think Chloe's, I want to say it was her fifth, it was her 15th birthday. We did a big uh, party there because she was filming a movie. So we had like the cast come mm-hmm. and it was really a cute party. And then Clara was about, Chloe was 15. Clara was six or seven and Clara threw up all over me. <laughs> Oh, nice. That child threw up all over me her entire young Lovely. childhood. Oh, there was a time she threw up on me, on me in a seaplane in Scotland. She threw up on me on a boat in Australia. Like, the child has thrown up on me. She would look at me and go, Mommy? Mommy? And then I would look and it would just be and like... And then it's too late. All over me. And I'm like, God, for once, I would love for you not to vomit on me in public. Just once. Yeah, but um, Barton G's cute because everything, oh, they have this one drink. It has a giant ice cube in it. And then as it melts, there's like a prize in it. Hmm. They have really, it's cute. It's cute. That's cute. It's definitely that would cute. be cute to do to get engaged. Oh, Like yeah. I have one of those big ice cube maker things. Actually, it's from this place, the Mixology. But to put the ice cube in and then. Freeze the ring. Yeah. Like there's a big piece of ice, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you got to wait till it's gone. Because when I got engaged, a lot of people did that. They would put the ring in the bottom of the champagne glass. But it was just like laying in there. But that's cute, it being in the ice cube. Yeah, it it is cute. How did Randy propose? Do you want to talk about on the after party? I don't think we've ever told our engagement stories. We can. Let's (laughs) save that for the after party. Kelly! I I need a little bit of my drink in me. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly sobers up fine. We'll talk about it, but fine. Yeah. Fine. That would be cute. Yeah. I'm writing a note. Yeah, it seemed like it's so funny because, I mean, people have like these insane engagements now. And then they have like the gender reveal parties and they have the engagement yeah. party. We did nothing. We never did anything like that. Yeah. No. Like yeah. you go and get your sonogram. They're like, do you want to know if it's a boy or a girl? And you'd be like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like. Boy, girl, and you're I don't like, know. Sometimes I think it's out of hand, though, all the parties for everything. People are broke. I do I know. not know how all of these 25-year-old girls, there's a couple of people between the ages of, like, I'd say Brooke 26. goes to a party, an engagement party, a destination wedding, yep. a destination bachelorette party, a gender reveal party. I swear she has one every single week. I don't know uh, how she can afford to buy gifts for them all. That's what I'm saying. L- literally every week that's all these kids yep. do and everybody's bigger, better, badder and it's like Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's wild. I don't think Brooke wants to do all that. No. Well, not like I don't know. She's not a big like 
to do personal. We'll see what happens. But like even her wedding, she wants she wants it to be simple and elegant, not like big and over the top. At least that's what she used to tell me. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's one thing when you're saying it. It's another thing when you've got the ring on your finger and you're like, oh my God, I need doves that will fly in a formation that spells out Brooke. (laughs) Oh God, shoot me now. Mm -hmm. Well, Kelly, you are over the top. And I, I mean that in the loveliest way, because... I mean, look at your kid's graduation party. Yes, I like every little detail, but I don't know. We'll see if Brooke's that way. She she is, like, anal about stuff like that, like I am. So Mm -hmm. we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be be curious to see how that goes. Hopefully it's not for a long time. (laughs) Like, we'll see. Let's see. It's still not even New Year's for us yet, and this episode is airing on the 15th, so it's halfway through January. God, I hope 2024 is nice to us. I know. (laughs) Probably not. I've been waiting for years for it to be nice to me, and it just never seems to come. (laughs) Maybe this is your year. I'm hoping. Maybe 2024 is your year. Maybe you'll get that, oh my God, those things you wish for under your tree. What did I? Oh, yeah. That I sent you? Yeah. What is he, 23? I don't know. <laughs> He's hot. <laughs> those Kelly. eyes. Oh, my God, those eyes. I was like, ah! It came on my, my Instagram, and I was like, who is this? Yeah, Kelly like, sent I gotta send this to Christy. <laughs> She's like, why wasn't he under my tree? Well, because <laughs> he's 23. Oh, well. How about his dad? I could take his dad. Yeah, yeah, maybe his Yeah. 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 I love all the things that are like, be nice to me or I'm going to fuck your dad. Like, I love those. Hysterical. Uh Or like, be mean to me or whatever and I'll... Marry your dad and make you call me mom. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Call me stepmom. Yeah. I love that. We weren't that smart when we were young. No. We were so stupid. It's it's a whole new world now. But I still don't have enough balls to do that kind of stuff now either. No. And we have yeah. a, a mutual friend and she's like, mess with me. Not only will I, she was so funny. What did she say? I'll marry my ex's dad. I'll sleep with my current boyfriend's ex-wife. And she's like, and I'll date someone. I'll date your ex-boyfriend that I used to hate. I don't know. And she's like, don't tempt me. And I'm like, oh my God. I don't even yeah. think that way. I, I don't either. I'm like, me holy either. shit. Those are vengeful thoughts. Yeah. I'm like, well, I will gossip about you on the phone. That's <laughs> yeah. what I, I'll get you. I'll call Kelly. I'm going to call Kelly. We're going to say you're an asshole on the phone to each other. Because we're the cool moms. <laughs> That's our revenge. We'll talk about you for hours and you'll never even know it. <laughs> maybe yeah. we'll talk about you on the podcast. How's that? Yeah, maybe. Us and our, our uh, tens of thousands of best friends, our little bitchettes, they'll know you're a jerk. So how about that? That'll be our revenge. Okay, so what's happening? We're finishing this episode. I don't even remember the name of it. What, The Politics of Dance or Dance yeah. is Political? Politics of Dance? Politics of Dance, I think it is. Yeah, and so we stopped it because I think we were at like an hour and a half. And yeah. it just gets to be a lot. 
We didn't do our Patreon. Oh, yeah, our Patreon. Okay, so let's thank our patrons. These are people who went over to patreon.com slash back to the bar and signed up for our exclusive Patreon content where they get access to over a year now of after parties, video content of us, if you'd like to see our sparkly faces. And also uh, never before shared dances or video or photos from behind the scenes of John Smalls. Plus you get a shout out on the main pod. Well, I loved watching um, The Animals Known or whatever that yeah. solo of Brooks. It was up on our thing. I was like, oh my gosh, I loved watching well, it. Well, I'm so. putting that, well, it's on, by the time this airs, it's on our Patreon. Like yeah. I, was, I shared it for December. Yeah. Because it's fun to see dances that you've never seen. Yeah. All right. So let's thank Little Bitchette, Mary, Viviana, Zoe, Shelby, Kaylee, Caitlin, Kara, Olivia, Jennifer, Jordan, Shay, Lauren, Maddie, Evan, Kiana's World, Katie, Bailey, Cami Boy, MC, Victoria, Iran, Caitlin, Angel, Sarah, a gay with a coffee cup. That This guy <laughs> sends us some funny, funny messages. He's hysterical. Annabelle, Emma, Allie, Emma, Ryan M, Natalie, Molly G, Katrina, Taylor, Deja, Kayla, Maloney, Pamela, Sydney, Gerilyn, Ellie, Valerie, Allison, Hannah, Melissa, Calcine, Kylie, and Maddie, Haley, Abby, not Miller, Olivia, Joshua, Kashish, Emily, Rachel, Rihanna, uh, Kim, Trinity, Grace, Ava, Tyler, Ashton, Lindsay, Sid, Isle, I think it's Isle, Abigail, J-Dog, Paisley, Melina, Mara, Roxanne, Emily, Brooklyn, Chloe, Elizabeth, Amina, Olivia, Austin, Aaliyah, Samantha, Kathleen, Kylie, Maddie, Carissa, Lydia, Kayla, Melissa, Jordan, Isadora, Molly, Natalie, Sammy, Count Stocula. I'm dead. <laughs> Anya, Katie, Hanya, Natalie, Kaylee, Kiana, and Kim. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Yeah, Count Stocula. You guys, you stole that from me. I called that one mom Count Stocula. I wasn't there then, was I? No, but you know her. It was, uh, remember Ava, really tall, thin Ava? It's her mom. I called her Count Stocula. Because uh, okay. she showed up everywhere we went. Yeah. It felt very stalker-esque. Although, I don't yeah. think I could say that in 2023. Right? I also called uh, somebody... 2024 now. Oh, yeah. I also called somebody um, Frumple Stiltskin on national television. <laughs> <laughs> That's so mean. We were bitches. <laughs> Frumple We were definitely bitches. What, we think? Yep. Yeah, eyelash glue, E6000. I mean... Yeah. Look. What can I say? That was Sophia. Her mom. Her mom. Well, you wanted her to put E6000 on her eyeballs. Yeah, it was terrible. I thought it was funny. It was not. It clearly, (laughs) clearly was not. (laughs) I thought it was funny. I had bad judgment. Sometimes I still do. We all did. Yeah, truly. Yeah, I still do too. Oh, God. Life is just a lesson. My Instagram bio literally says I make mistakes. Some have been on TV. The rest of them I do in my own private world. Yeah. (laughs) That nobody wants to know about. Oh, you know about them because I send you texts. I'm like, guess what I just did? You're like, oh God. I'm like, I know. I keep my mouth sealed. Yeah, you should. Yeah, terrible. Terrible. Look, I don't say, I'm not saying I do all terrible things. I'm just saying 
there's things that just a lot could be judged. <laughs> Shut up. I'm actually pretty good over here. I love when I get a text from you that goes, I'm so drunk, I'm going to have a hangover tomorrow. And I'm like, where are I you? Know, but that's all I do. It's, that's the only bad thing I do is I would get drunk. I don't do anything bad, though, when I'm drunk. I don't do bad things either. Be quiet. All right, Kelly's rolling her eyeballs. All right, let's go to Powerhouse Dance Invitational in Philadelphia. I always liked when we went to Philadelphia because we always went out to eat good dinners. <laughs> <laughs> We're always about the food. Always, always. So we arrive on our bus. There's probably snow, I don't know. Uh, and fans are greeting us. They're holding signs. And in the dressing room, Jill's like, oh, my God. I do remember this dressing room. It was kind of cool. And she goes, oh, wait, this is neat. It's like Dungeons and Dragons. And then you go, Jill's right. We're in the dungeon and Abby is the dragon. The dragon. That was pretty funny. <laughs> Did you say that or was that a pickup? No, I think I said that. I thought that was pretty funny. So our girls start getting ready and Abby gives everyone a pep talk. This is hysterical to me. I want you girls to be strong. People should be on their feet cheering when they see that flag come out. Save your tears for the pillow. What child at a dance competition is going to see a flag and stand on their feet and cheer? Yeah. <laughs> she's, so, she's insane. It just is so insane. And I, it just, again, I keep saying, like, anybody who thought that the show was scripted, I can see why because nobody's yeah. really this insane and then jill goes oh my god jill goes asia was crying in the dressing room the other night and I abigail that was funny <laughs> that was about the dog that was the dog i'm going to talk about it in just a second i remember i mentioned this a couple episodes ago i said Jill got into it with Christy off camera about Asia crying about the dog. It's going to come up, I think, on camera later. Asia the solo, was, the dog. No. Asia, dog. No. Asia was crying in the bathroom because Christy yelled at her for eating a box of raisins. <laughs> okay. Wait. And I wish my kids would eat raisins. That's like a healthy thing. I know. But Christy was yelling at Asia for eating raisins in the bathroom. And Asia started crying. And Jill and Christy were, like, arguing about something. And she goes, your kid's crying because you're yelling at her for eating raisins. And Christy goes, she's not crying about raisins. She's crying because her dog died. And Asia's like, my dog died a few years ago. <laughs> So, so why, like, why would she say it was over her dog if it was years ago? I don't know, but this fight was absolutely certifiably insane. And it went on off camera several times. She'd be like, your kid cried. And she's like, it was over her dog. And she's like, your kid cried because she ate five raisins. But but I love that Abby calls her out on it. Like you're tattletaling on yeah. a seven-year-old. And Abby goes, not because I yelled at her. And Jill goes, yeah, because you never yell at her. And then Jill's like, or Abby goes, I can't believe you're tattling on a seven-year-old. And she goes, I just want Christy Ray to be held accountable. She just wanted to call her out on it because Kendall's usually the one crying. I think she was calling her out on it because all of the kids cry at different times. Yeah. And Kendall was always the one who got called the crybaby. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Every single one of the kids cried. And so it just happened to be that week it was Asia. So Jill's like, Asia was crying. Yeah. Over her but, raisins. But I can see doing that because if, if every week your kid is called a crybaby and somebody cries, I would be like, like, look, she's crying. Yes. I, I would probably do the same thing. Like, uh -huh, Yeah. 
Well, yes. But it was really funny that Jill got made to look like a tattletale. Exactly. You're tattling on a seven-year-old. But if it was a different case, Abby would be like, why didn't somebody tell me she was crying? Yes. But also, if you lived it in real life, it didn't seem so much like she was tattling. It was just like in no. conversation. Like, well, she was crying. Like, you, you always talk about Kendall crying. She was crying. It's just the way they put it together makes it look like she's like on a tattletale. I know, but I, they do Jill dirty. Well, they do all of us dirty, but that was pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. That was pretty funny. So then Abby's like, Jill, we all know who the crybaby on the team is. And then Jill goes, yeah, well, you keep reminding everybody. Because Jill's pissed that Abby's saying that on fucking TV. Which is what we say every week. Right. people believe what you, what she says. And Holly used to get really pissed about that. Because she'd be like, stop saying Nia has bad feet. Because everybody watching is going to think Nia has bad feet. Bad feet. Yeah. Yeah. So Abby goes, all right, are we ready for our Miss USA fashion show? So now one by one, the girls walk out and they show off their costumes. And we talk about how we did not cut up actual flags to make the costumes. Because at this point, we were so hyper aware that everything we did was going to be criticized. We're like, yeah. Hey, America, we did not cut up. No cut flags, flags were hurt in the making of these costumes. We went to Joanne Fabrics and got printed. Yeah. I mean, because I'm sure that they wanted to make it a oh, controversy. Absolutely. And I have to say, this costume was one of the costumes I was most proud of that I ever made. Because I made Chloe's oh, really? bustle look like bunting. Yeah. And I thought it was so pretty. I love that bustle on there. I was like, oh, yeah. my God, that's really cute. I mean, I we all made a million costumes. But I love that one because I remember, like, sitting there and, like, pinning it and pulling it and trying to make it, like, swoop. So I did. And I have a beautiful picture of her. I wonder if I have it that I can post. I, I think I do. I Brooke and Maddie in that costume. Oh, send it. I'll put it on the Patreon. Okay. I think I have a beautiful picture of Chloe doing a tilt in that costume. I'm almost sure of it. It was gorgeous. Um, I'm looking. I think I just found it the other day and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. Oh, I thought I found. Oh, yes, I do. I have it. Okay. I'm going to put it on the Patreon. Oh, it's pretty. Oh, my God. Her abs. I know they're painted, but Jesus, they're I still know. there. Paige always had amazing abs. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a beautiful picture. I'll put it on the Patreon. She's holding the, the flag. The flag. So the girls start practicing the group routine. And Abby is yelling at Paige and Asia about the choreography. She's like, you need to put the flag over Paige's shoulder. And it's, you know, obviously a concern for Abby, which is just foreshadowing to let us all know that there's going to be something major happening with the flag. So in your interview, you said, if Abby thought the main part of the dance was Paige holding the flag up correctly, then maybe she should have rehearsed it a lot more than the 30 seconds before they went out on stage. Which makes me sound like an idiot, but they didn't get, they never practiced. I don't think that makes you sound like an idiot at all. You think that makes you sound like an idiot? It makes me sound like I'm whining. Like, oh, well, Paige didn't get the practice, but... No, it does not. I mean, when you have a prop and there's something that needs to be held up the correct way, you would think that you would have it at practice. Like, when we would dance, like, in skirts and stuff, Abby would make you wear that skirt to the rehearsal. Yeah. So you know. Or when we had the mirrors. Like, we had the mirrors in practice. So you would practice with the prop. Or if you had a crazy headpiece. Yeah. You'd wear the headpiece. But because they wanted, I'm, I'm assuming they wanted Paige to screw up. That's why they I think didn't. they wanted someone to screw up and it happened to be Paige. Yeah. yeah. 
Because but, anytime you hand somebody a prop, yeah, there's a very good chance of screwing up. Especially when you bring it into the dressing room of the competition. I just have to pause for a minute and show you something that I found on my phone when I was finding that picture. Oh, look how cute! Send there's Chloe and there's Paige. They're about three. Oh, they are so damn cute. They're doing It's My Party. Send me that. It's the fuzziest picture. Oh my God, it's perfect for your Instagram. It is perfect. I'll have it's to perfect. Post it. You'll have to post it. I'm, I'll put this in the Patreon as well. But they're about, they're three in this picture and they have little funny chubby legs. <laughs> they did. I mean, I never thought Paige's legs I could ever say were chubby, but they were when she was three. Well, they weren't chubby. They're just, they're baby legs, but they're they are cute. so cute. You can see how people would mistake them on stage. They're the exact same height. They have the exact same hair color. Yeah. They're cute babies. Did you get it? Oh, uh, let me look. Yep. Oh my goodness. They are too cute. They're the cute. I'll put that on Patreon. That's pretty cute. It is very blurry. Yeah. It's a really terrible. I mean, my God, that picture was taken on like a Polaroid. Well, not a Polaroid. Like they're a, so cute. A 35 millimeter camera a hundred years ago. Oh, cute. And they're moving, but we'll yeah. still put it up. <laughs> Well, meanwhile, I don't even think they moved in that dance. Like, they kind of stood there and went like this. Isn't it funny that it was called Party and that was like, was that probably one of their first group dances? It was their second because their first one was the Bunnies. Oh, okay, yeah. The and then this one. I'm just saying because it was Party Party was our first dance on here. So it's kind of funny oh, that they Oh, I didn't even had, think about it. Yeah, they were both party dances. Yeah, that's really cute. Yeah, this uh, they did this, and they also did I Want to Be a Rockette that year, and those big With that white, feathers. And Josh, Josh was, was in, in that, in that. wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, here, I have a picture of Chloe and her friend who came to the recital, but look, it was that costume. Yeah. So. God, look how little she is. She's three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe just turning four, like babies. They're such babies. Aw. Oh, I think they're big babies. Except not really. I mean, for a day. I'd like them for a day. Yeah. <gasps> oh, these are cute. They're not of dancing. They're just like them. Yeah, but they're, they're cute. cute. Oh, I'll put these on the Patreon as well. Those are cute. All right. So now we start to walk to stage and... Abby says to Asia, I want to strangle Abby every time she says shit like this. Remember, if this routine loses, they're blaming you. Like, she... We never blamed anybody. No, we were always like, oh, God. Like, if somebody messed up, we were like, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah. We're like, hide, hide, hide. Go to the bathroom so she can't find you. <laughs> Stand on the stall, like, and scream when the serial yeah. killer comes in. She can't see your feet. Oh, my God. I should have stood on the stall when she busted in on me in the bathroom in Vegas <laughs> and yelled at me mid-bathroom. All right. So the kids go out, and they do the group routine, free the people. The flag obviously has a snafu at the end. Christy asks Melissa in the audience if she thought the flag looked good, but Melissa isn't sure. The faces are very dramatic. I have to say, to me, the standout part of that dance is how bad that circle run is with them all like this. And they're not even running. And Abby's like, run! and But they can't run because Asia's setting the tone for how fast they're running. And she got little legs. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I mean, there's, be mean. But there's also 
have nowhere to go. Exactly. Like, how can they run if there's nowhere to run? Yeah. But the run, she's like, but I love that they're really going for it with the arms. They're selling the run with, like, the arms. So now in Christy's interview, she goes, so we know that Paige held the flag up wrong, but knowing that Asia is the new kid on the team, I'm hoping that the mothers don't target her to blame for this flag. And then you say in your interview, Asia put the flag on Paige's back upside down. It was Asia's fault. There's me blaming it on a seven-year-old. <laughs> yes, you are. But come up next. Abby's never even going to mention the word Asia, so don't worry about it. No, and and I don't think I was meaning to blame it on Asia, but it was both of them. Well, Asia's the one putting it on her back, and all Paige has time to do is reach for it and hold it up. She doesn't have... And she can't even see which direction it is when it's on your back. And what I'm saying is, if Paige had pulled the flag forward, and I'm just speculating, and it was the wrong way, and she took a moment on stage to go like this... And switch it? Yeah. Abby would have killed her. Yes. If other children had switched it, Abby would have praised them for being smart. They would have said they were smart. Yes. So our kids were so screwed no matter what. So now Abby comes in the dressing room and she's like, how did the flag end up incorrectly? And Paige is literally literally standing there staring at her. Because in Paige's mind, she's like, well, I don't fucking do it. I couldn't even see. But she knows she can't say and she's a word. In trouble, yeah. yeah. So you And then I open my big old mouth. But you weren't even, you weren't fighting. You were just explaining it. And so it just kind of goes on for a minute. It doesn't really have much weight, but I'm sure, what do we get second later? I can't remember. I think we got second. I don't even remember. I don't either. But I promise you next week, Paige is at the bottom of the pyramid for the flag. I'm just guessing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Kelly, what would you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run? Would you take a nap? What would you do? I know you're not reading a book. <laughs> I think I would do take an hour for therapy. Just to really? do something for myself. 
Oh, I'm a therapy lover. I do like therapy. I've been a big therapy convert. I don't know. I think Dion's mom's um, introduced me to the need for therapy. And I honestly feel that um, making myself a priority and speaking to someone that's just about me really helps me to find out what matters to me so that I can do more of it. So I'm actually a huge, huge believer and I'm a huge lover of BetterHelp. That's where my therapist is. I have used them for years. I love it. Um, it makes me feel really good to speak to somebody who helps me with my coping skills. One of the biggest things for me that I've learned to do is how to set boundaries because I've struggled with that my whole life. I don't shocker, right? But it's it just is a place where I feel safe talking to someone about the things that matter most and most to me, and it gives me an outlet to focus on me without feeling guilty. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com bar today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash bar. So now we see Chloe and Maddie uh, warming up in their solo costumes. And Abby tells us this week we're performing a political number and getting to vote is a big deal. So I thought, why not have the kids judge each other? Right, because that's oh, normal. Yeah, because most kids, kids want to pick between their friends. Yeah, this, I will tell you, and we'll talk about it when we get to this, there are a few things that Chloe talks about as traumatic dance mom's experience. And this is in her top two. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This still hurts her at 22 years old. This whole thing. This and the trophy, like when they both did the same dance, those are the two things that Chloe says, like, make her sick to her stomach today. When she's like, I can oh, imagine. My. Yeah. She, like, this, this one, I think because it was her friends, like, really cut her. Yeah. Yeah. So Jill goes, Here's another one of Abby's twisted lessons, the politics of dance. I get that you have to vote and everyone gets a vote and someone wins and someone loses, but that doesn't make it any easier to vote against your friends. And the entire time this is going on, I'm standing there and I look miserable. And Abby knows going into it whose dance is good and whose dance isn't. Or she would she would never have no. had them judge. No. And so, and I knew that because I had watched the choreography. So I'm sitting here and I'm like, well, not only does Chloe get to lose on stage, but then she gets to be like humiliated in the dressing room. So yay, yay us. Yeah. And then I also knew that when stuff like this is set up, that I will be expected to fight about it later. Oh, exactly. Absolutely. So That's I'm the sitting whole purpose there. of it. Yeah. That's the whole damn purpose. To make Chloe nervous and to make you fight. Right. So I look like I want to vomit the entire time. Rightfully so. So now Abby says, today you get to judge on the performance. You will be voting on Maddie or Chloe. Excuse me. And I said, well, what do you hope to gain out of that? Seriously. And she says, I want you to see that when you're judging, many different things come into play. What? But the kids judging, that isn't making them see anything that has gone into play from no. what the judges do. That's just them choosing over their friends. Right. No, she would have sat and said, okay, this is for the costume. This is for the choreography. You know, 10 points for the turns or, you know. Like give them a, a real point judge if they fall sheet. out. Exactly. Not just who did you like better. Right. Right. 
So Abby says, I'm trying to get these kids motivated to be more passionate about their dancing. What better way than sitting in the audience and judging? <laughs> this is such a twisted lesson. I think healthy competition between them makes them both stronger, better performances. And I wrote, she's full of shit. I literally wrote that. See, I don't think she is. I really and truly think she believes that. No, I'm saying I think she's full of shit because I think this is mean. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's absolutely mean. Absolutely. And I just want to point out that as Abby is saying all this, I went back and looked at the date because I'm like, oh, this has to be Valentine's Day because Abby is wearing a giant rhinestone heart ring. She, her jewelry. I have a is, drink. It is the stupidest jewelry I've ever seen. I know. And this is a woman who has the nerve to tell us that we look like shit. I, she used to tell Holly all the time. No, to be fair, all I did time. look like shit, but I wasn't wearing red plastic rhinestone crab. <laughs> I was wearing disco ball shirts. <laughs> or yellow ones with the holes in them. <laughs> that was terrible. So backstage, Asia is asking Chloe and Maddie how long they've been competing against each other. And they say last week or last year they used to compete every week. And then in Christy's interview, oh, you know, because of course somebody has to like be on her side. She says, I think Abby's trying to challenge them to outdance each other on stage. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I've always instilled in Asia to brush off the bad comments and prove them wrong on stage. Right. But does Asia have good choreography when she goes out there and does it? Because let's give Asia some shit choreography and then tell her to brush off the comments and go out on stage. Yeah. Because that's a whole different ball of wax. Well, and, and we will see that next week with Melissa because every week she always is like saying like on Abby's side and now that she's having someone come in to compete against Mackenzie, she starts to lose it in this episode. Does, I haven't watched the it. Next Does episode. she? I just saw the, the clip at the beginning, but yes. Mm -hmm. I didn't see it at all. And so. it's like, that's what we're used to all the time. It's great when it's not your kid. Yeah. Like, if the tables are, like, I, I feel like Christy and Asia knew that they were being, they were brought there to be shown in a good light. Of course. They had a show coming out that they knew. Yeah. And so she was, like, setting the stage for that show. Exactly. The reason they were there was to make competition for Kenzie to be like Chloe. Like, have somebody to compete against to, like, try to make her better. So, of course, going into it, you're going to have that positive attitude and be like, oh, yeah, I like I like tough punishment or right. whatever. Because you're not getting it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And even if you do, Abby's not going to torture Asia, somebody that she barely knows, like, she's going to torture our kids. Yeah. Nope. So, Asia goes out and does her solo ready for war. I think the dance is cute. I, I do. Too. Yeah. And then... Chloe and Maddie hug her backstage. Abby then passes out ballots for the team. And Melissa says something in the interview. I can't remember what she said, but she's just sick, sick about it, you know? Okay. And then backstage, Chloe says something about, she wonders why Abby is having the girls vote between them. And Asia guesses it's because Abby wants to see who's been working harder. Well, that wasn't the assignment, but she's also seven. So we can't hold that against her. Yeah. So... Abby says, the dance competition world is a much bigger picture. Kids don't always understand. I want to see if this vote helps them to see what the judges are seeing. Just because somebody is your friend doesn't mean that they're going to show favoritism towards you. And I just wrote, I'd like to vomit. Like Clara, around the yeah. world. <laughs> yeah. And then it's funny because Chloe goes first. She does Am I Here to Stay? It's a lyrical dance. And 
you can tell as Abby is watching this, she's a little nervous. Yeah. Which is funny. I loved Chloe's skirt. I did too. With her turns. That was beautiful. It was very pretty. It was very, very pretty. Yeah. I didn't care for the dance very much though. It was just, you know, whatever. It was fine. It was a fine dance. There was nothing about it that made me go like, oh, this dance is pretty. But the skirt was very pretty. I remember actually sitting in the audience thinking that when I was watching it. Yeah. That the skirt was pretty. And so I say, this is a big Franken bite because I say, I thought Chloe was beautiful and elegant on stage. And then I say, I'm proud of Chloe. Then you don't see me. It's like, you just hear my voice. And I, yeah. I said, I think it was good enough to beat Maddie, but it's a totally different volume. So, you know, they took uh, it from somewhere and I'm yeah. like, okay. All right. Great. So then Maddie does her solo. I'm trying. And then when Maddie's dancing, Melissa leans over to Christy and says, I hope Mackenzie becomes this kind of a dancer. I thought that was horrible. I did too. I like, and then they show Mackenzie's face like, oh, well, guess I'm not a good dancer because someday I might be like Maddie. Yeah, I thought that was I terrible I thought that was too. terrible. And, and Melissa always says like, Maddie and Mackenzie are two different people. Like she says to Abby, don't compare them. But then you go and- She does. And, and you're sitting right next to Mackenzie and she hears you say that. Like, yeah, I didn't like that. No, I didn't either. And then in my interview, I say, I think when people are voting, they need to remember that these girls are working at a disadvantage unless they're Maddie. I said, I think Chloe's better, but who am I to judge? I don't know if I would have said that because based on watching it, I would have known who performed better. Do you know, like I was very... Yeah. I don't know if I would have said it like that. So I'm wondering if that was a Franken bit because there was a lot of Franken bits coming up here and I might've said it, but I just, that didn't ring kind of true to what I I might've said. I thought Chloe danced better. I think Chloe had better turns. I don't think I would have just blanketed and said, I think Chloe's better. Yeah. I I don't know. Cause I, I tried to be really intentional about that, especially by season three, because the fan base was wild like who was better so I tiptoed around stuff like that yeah yeah so we're back in the dressing room and I say I personally would have really liked to see Mackenzie and Asia go head to head and Melissa goes oh they will and I said I don't know Uh, I think that you're going to make sure that doesn't happen Melissa but I guess next week maybe they do and then Abby comes in the dressing room like a fucking cat that ate the canary because she cannot wait to vote Because she knows what the vote's going to be. And she's like, yay, I get to humiliate Chloe on television. Yay. Goal of her life. I know. And she goes, will you say, when we're done with this voting, can we change the front to say suggestion box? Because I have a few. (laughs) I thought that was hysterical. (laughs) I really did. I was laughing really hard at that. So the girls come in the dressing room. And then we see Holly say, Kids vote all the time in schools, whether it's for student council or team captains, but it doesn't make it easy. So Abby starts collecting the ballots and she tells Chloe and Maddie that they don't get to vote. And then she's like, we're going to count the we're going to count the votes after the award ceremony. Okay, we're just setting the stage. Uh, So now we go out for awards and Abby says, but did you see they collected them first? So who knows if somebody's changing the, the votes? Maybe. I mean, may, I didn't. I never thought about that. Maybe. God forbid it would go the other way. I, Abby would have had a fit. So I, I'm sure they checked them. Oh, absolutely they checked them. 
There was nothing that was left to chance. Abby, you know what? She probably knew before she came in. And if it hadn't gone that way, she would have refused to do it. Yeah. You know, like that would have not been out of the realm of possibility. And she says in her interview, I was sweating it out at the end. Were the judges looking for straight legs and pointed feet? Were they looking for a story? Who knows? It's all in the hands of the judges now. So we get second in the junior small group. And Abby says, we were only second. We all know how I feel about second. Might as well not even have come. Biggest loser on the stage. Stay home. I just don't even get that. I don't. don't Till this day, I don't either. Well, like, was it last week that she was like, when she said to Kendall, oh, you got third. At least you weren't second. second. It makes no sense. No. She's an idiot. And she contradicts herself. So let's drink to that. Killing me. I got this crazy drink. You've drank like a millimeter of it. Oh, okay. Miss Rose wine over there. Nuh-uh, it's Sauvignon Blanc. Well, whatever the hell it is. Okay. So then Asia places first in the petite solo. And Christy says, I'm so excited Asia pulled it off and won first. If you don't know Asia, Holly, now you do. I can't. How about you? I don't know why she thinks everybody should know Asia. Yeah, I don't either. Because guess why? I didn't watch Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition. Clearly, not many people did. Point three ratings. Yeah. So now Chloe gets second. Am I here to stay? And I go, I'm shocked that Chloe got second. And to be honest, I haven't seen Chloe dance this well in a long time. She was amazing in that dance. I don't know. I don't think I was shocked, but I apparently was in that moment. So then first is Maddie. I'm trying. And Abby has to let us know in the interview, Maddie was close to perfection. Her technique was flawless and the emotional execution is always heartfelt. That's why Maddie wins. Maddie and Chloe are both doing things really, really well. And I think both of them want this badly. They're both dancing great. Do you think that, that was, was nice. a pickup? No, I, I do. But that's why I was like, I wonder if that was a pickup to like set the stage for maybe nationals coming know. up. I don't know. So back in the dressing room, Abby starts counting the ballots out loud. And you, the like the third one was Paige. I think it was like Chloe, Maddie, Paige. And you start giggling. And Abby's like, was that you? You wrote it. You're making a mockery of this. Yeah, because yeah, it's fucking stupid. I didn't like it. Yeah, it's yeah. stupid. And I wasn't picking between my friends. Yeah, and I, of course, I, the, Kelly, I assure oh, yeah, you, yeah, this you're is like, a pick oh, up. Kelly should have voted. I, I wasn't voting for either one of them, Kelly. And I don't. Do care you think if I, I said that, or do you think that was know. a pick? I'm hoping you didn't, because I did. That because I wasn't picking between two children. Yeah. So I said, I'm not a judge. I'm not being paid to be a judge. So exactly. I'm not doing it. It's you know, like she tells. Hold Walmart. on. She tells us all the time we're not qualified to be judges. Exactly. So I didn't. I there you have much. it. Uh, so she continues reading the ballots out loud. And Holly says, on one hand, I wanted to vote for Maddie because of her technique. On the other hand, I wanted to vote for Chloe because she did the best with what she had. I think that's such a telling perfect, remark. Yes. From Holly. Perfectly. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Chloe's choreography was blah, but... So Abby finishes tallying the votes. Chloe got three, Maddie got seven. And then, of course, Abby has to rub insult into injury because she goes, I was shocked that more of the kids did not vote for Chloe. And then Melissa goes, Christy just wanted this victory for Chloe, and I don't blame her. I'm so sad for Chloe. (laughs) And I feel bad because I do know that this really still to this day bothers Chloe. And she looks like in that scene she wants to throw up. Yeah. Can you imagine how hard that would be to stand no. there? No. I, I can't imagine how hard a lot of these scenes are for these girls. Yep. 
And Abby says, now that's what your teammates thought. And she goes to Chloe, now take that sadness and put it into your dancing. Use more emotion. That's so fucking mean. It's I so know. mean. And then she says to everyone, this has been a long day. And one thing is for sure. My mom and dad taught me never discuss religion or politics. They should have mentioned not to discuss your dad taking you to the period talk. <laughs> yeah. Because that traumatized that me for life. Yes. <laughs> me too. <sighs> Good God. There's a few things I wish she would have never discussed in front of us. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but you know, it, I think it's kind of weird because she says my mom and dad taught me to never talk about it. That, but you're doing reco- you're doing a dance on national TV about it. Yeah, you know, so you kind of are talking about it. Yeah, exactly. Am I wrong there? No, I mean, that, that's what I thought. I'm like, if your mom and dad taught you so well, why are you doing a dance about it? Right. Okay. So in her interview, Holly goes, although awkward, I think the voting experience was a good one for the girls because this is not about friendship or popularity. And I say, now, Abby, next time two of your kids go head to head in a category, are you going to have everybody vote? Because you've never done that before. And it was clearly just a way to make Chloe feel bad about herself. I detect no lies there. And Abby goes, it's a competitive world, whether it be politics or dance or school. And she starts to head out. And there, this is obviously cut. And I said, but you have a lot of other kids who go and do stuff, but you don't call them out on it. You only pick on mine. Abby was talking about the fact that at that point, I would not do meet and greets with them. Like that we did our own stuff. Because yeah. I'm saying, because she's like, your kid does it. I'm like, right. But all the other kids do stuff and you're not picking on them because you're making money from them. Yeah. But yeah. she'll call me out on it. And, and me. Yes. Because we were the only two that didn't do the meet and greets with her. Of course. But that's what she's talking about for anybody yeah. who has any kind of question. Because the other kids would go and Abby would make money off of them showing up. And then she goes, oh, you're welcome. And I just wrote, but I Now that that is where I'm saying, because you said about, you know, her doing this chicken. But I seriously think that Abby thought that she was doing Chloe a favor by pushing her like that. And that's what I think her saying, you're welcome, was for. Because she didn't do that for the other kids. She did it for Chloe. I, I seriously think that. I think I'm not trying to, like, contradict you or... No, I mean, I... I, I, just, I seriously think that... I, I just know Abby so well. And I just feel like she always did that, even before the show. Uh, yes. And I think before the show, it definitely was more like that. I think, though, that once the show started... She hated the fact that... It was more malicious. It was... I think it was much more malicious. I do think before the show, she liked Chloe more. I think she was incredibly jealous that Chloe had a fan base, that people rooted for her because she was the underdog. I think that she thought that the world was just... Only anybody was going to like Maddie. I don't think she realized that all of the kids would have fans. And she was really pissed. And she really was pissed that people liked you and I. Like that was a yeah. huge, huge point she of contention. That, yeah. Right. And like we'd walk into places and people would be like, Christy and Kelly. And she's like, you're cheering for drunks. And I'm like, why do you get to say that? Because I'd be like, well, they're cheering for, you know, a, a bully. Yeah. And they'd be like, you can't say that. I'm like, why? I know. Why can she say it? And we can't. Exactly. So I do think it. Became- Every time I said that about her, they would be like, you can't say that, Kelly. Like. Talk about the situation again and leave that out. And I'm like, 
but it's true. Right. No, I don't, I don't want to talk about it again and leave it out because that's the story. Exactly. The story is she's mean. But they didn't make her redo her lines when have another drink or whatever. No, no. But I think they were protecting their ass on that. Sure. Of course, because they were allowing her to treat the kids that way. Because if we, again, we always, I I would say all the time, well, I'll say this on the after party. I'll say, I'll say, let me just make a note so I don't forget. I look like I have like a a marijuana bong or something behind me. No, I think (laughs) you look like you're in chemistry class, which we all know you skipped. So. Hey, I'm doing it now. (laughs) Yes. Except your chemistry is now cocktails. Cocktail chemistry. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Definitely a sipper. Yeah. It's, can you taste the smoke? Yeah, you can tell the difference. Really? I don't like them when I get them out and they're not smoked. So if you get this, the old-fashioned box, make sure you get the smoker. The smoker. I might try it. I, I think I could possibly like it if it's smoky. I think Mark would like it. Oh, yeah. Mark drinks, Mark uh, like he likes bourbon and, what is it? Uh, is it, it's not whiskey. It's, um, is it whiskey? Scotch? No, it's it's bourbon. Oh, my God. I drank scotch once. I was 21, and I was in Disney. Do you remember when they had Pleasure Island? I was at Pleasure Island, and this, he was probably, I mean, I was 21. He's probably 26. I don't know. But at the time, it seemed like so a much older. Yeah. yeah, like sophisticated. He had on a fucking collared shirt. And I was like, oh, my God. And he was, <laughs> he was like, let me buy you a drink. And he bought me a scotch. Meanwhile, at the time I was like drinking Captain and Cokes, you know, (laughs) or like Amaretto Sours or vodka cranberries, although I still do drink those. Um, And he's like, let me buy you a drink. And I remember trying to choke down the scotch, trying to be sophisticated. I was like, I don't like it. I don't like anything about this. My favorite movie, Crazy Stupid Love. Oh, I love Crazy Stupid Love. And my favorite part whenever um, she tells him like he's photoshopped, but that's what he gives her as an old fashioned. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, and she drinks it, and she's like, oh, not my favorite. And then she drinks but, it. And then she chugs his. his. Listen, if you were standing there with Ryan Gosling with his shirt off. I think that's why I tried one. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I thought, oh, it looked so cool, you know, the way they smashed the sugar. And, oh, yeah, the cube. And all of that. Yeah. Well, I have that I in the bitters. I try one of those. Yeah. But see, the bitters and everything comes in there, so you don't have to buy all that shit separate. Maybe I'll buy that for Mark. I have a friend who uh, worked on a movie with Ryan Gosling and I was like what's he like and he goes he's literally the character from Crazy Stupid Love really yeah really I loved him in that he looked so good in the suits that they had him wear oh my god you think yeah yeah I was like in the suits I'm into a guy in a suit well don't we all like a a nice tailored suit suit. some some suits I don't like like I hate double-breasted suits and like suit jackets that are too big like it needs to be fitted like the NFL guys on Sunday, all their oh, idiotic suits. I'm yeah. like, somebody needs to take those off. They look yeah. insane. Like dial it back about three. Well, because they got all them big muscles. See, I'm not into big muscles. Every guy you send me on TikTok is right. I don't, it's it's not the muscles I like. That guy I sent you, it was the eyes. And the okay, yeah, teeth. that. But I'm talking about the guy who was like humping the hula hoop Kelly. <laughs> he had nice abs. I do like abs, but I'm not into that big, bulky, like, I don't like that. 
P.S. The name of this episode is Humping the Hula Hoop. He was literally humping the hula hoop. And I'm like, I feel right. uncomfortable watching this. How about the ones this. you send me? You sent me a hundred of them. I send you two and you talk about them. You send me a hundred. I still want you to date that one guy. That coach. I watched about 98 I know. You sent him. them to me. Yeah. Well, our friend is like, have you ever seen the pitching? I don't know what kind of coach he was. As soon as I say it, everybody's going to know. But Kelly and I live in a fucking bubble. So we didn't yeah. know. I don't think he works for them anymore, but the San Francisco Giants guy, I have no idea what his name is, except he's 48 and hot as God. Yeah. He was pretty cute. He's married, though. No, he's divorced. Oh, he is? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. That's why uh, we need to do, I told you. That makes you. him a little more interesting. I said, we need to do a reality show where you hunt him, like Saving Private Ryan. It's Saving Kelly's. <laughs> Get going. Keep going with your show. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> what was the ugliest outfit in this show? Yours. <laughs> the yellow shirt. I think you win ugliest outfit almost every week. I do. It's horrible. All right. The yellow uh, yeah, shirt. That ugly the yellow shirt. Yeah. That's pretty bad. I, I would agree with that. I saw that come on screen. I was like, how dare you? How dare you have the nerve to put that on your body and show up on camera? Yeah. I, I need I need dance grandmas to happen with us and our kids and their kids just so I can redeem myself in what I choose to wear. Yeah. All right. Did you have any felonies or misdemeanors? I don't know. I guess you could say like whenever I said about Asia not doing the flag seeming like she could dance whenever she was just running in a circle oh, but I didn't mean no. that to be mean. That's no, that's not a felony or a misdemeanor. That's not at all. I meant that to be nice, but Christy thought it was like horrible. I disagree with that. That's not a felony or a misdemeanor. I, I give myself a misdemeanor for even speaking, trying to rationalize with Abby when I said, um, are you going to make other children vote at a different time? How dare I speak? Yeah, that was a joke. How dare I? Just stop talking. Yeah, that ain't happening. No. What else do we do? Um, favorite line. Oh, yeah. Favorite. Oh, yeah. Mine was yours with a suggestion box. Can we use that as a suggestion box later on down the line? I liked when I said, uh, we're in a dungeon and Abby's the dragon. That was funny, too. Yes. Those were both. Oh, you got two good lines. I did. In, How about in that? One and two, I didn't even know I said. I don't remember saying that. I never know what I say. I know. People ask me all the time. They're like, what's your favorite thing you've ever said on Dance Moms? I'm like, I don't remember what they showed. Exactly. Because yeah. some of my favorite things I said, they never showed. Like when I yeah. said Abby had a white trash version of a facelift. That when, was... The, when she taped her face up? Yeah. That was my favorite thing I ever said. They didn't show that. Of course not. It was against Abby. Yeah, but she almost lunged across the... She almost <laughs> lunged across Studio A and killed me when I said that. Yeah. Am I wrong? No. It is a no, white trash the version of a artist, facelift. The makeup artist used to tell us that she would taper stuff back. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you're going to call me white trash? That looks like white trash to me. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, no, I never remember what I say on this show. Ever. Me either. Ever, ever. All right. So, my predictions. Let's do pyramid predictions for next week. I think that would be fun. Paige is at the bottom. Paige is at the bottom. She screwed up the flag. I feel like Chloe might be at the bottom based on she'll say she got second, second is first to lose, but also because like you couldn't even get half the votes or some shit. I think Chloe would be on the second level. You think? Brooke will be on the bottom. Brooke and Paige are at the bottom. Probably Nia. 
Brooke? Because Nia didn't stand out. Oh, you didn't draw my eye in a negative or positive way. Do you think Brooke will be at the bottom? But why would she be up any further? She didn't have anything else. Uh, That's true. That's true. Well, I think Asia, I think it'll be Maddie, Asia. Yeah. But meanwhile, Asia screwed up the flag Flag. just as much as Paige, and she's second, and Paige will be last. I also do think, though, that Mackenzie will be at the bottom. Right? Did Mackenzie even dance? No, that's what I'm saying. Well, I would hope she was at the bottom. Well, Kelly, I don't know if you're aware of this, but the pyramid often does not coordinate (laughs) with what's happening in the real world. Have you just started watching this show? Uh, Yeah, actually, I have. (laughs) (laughs) Same. 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 Uh, I'm I'm peeking at the pyramid. I want to see if we're right. Oh, we're cheating. I am cheating. Oh, okay. Okay. Are we close to right? Kind of. Oh, God. What do we do? Hear no evil. I don't remember what that was about. Ugh. Chloe does a dance about mother, remember? Mm-hmm. And then Maddie, they'll never change because we're jealous. Nia and Asia move you too. Oh, they don't go up against each other. I thought it was going to be Mackenzie and Asia. Next week, I think, is when we go to the, like, when Abby gets told she's going to the view. Oh, right. And all of a sudden, Mackenzie has a miraculous foot recovery because she wants to dance on the view. Right. Okay. All right. Fair, 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 fair. Okay. I am looking to see is the pyramid. I think it's what I said. Oh, pyramid. Maddie's on top. Asia, Nia, Chloe. Then it's Brooke, Kendall, Paige, Mackenzie. So Paige is at the bottom and Asia's second. Because of the... Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. I mean, yeah. Paige would be the very last if Mackenzie would Mackenzie didn't dance. So Mackenzie right. really shouldn't even be on there. So Paige is last. Right. Which is such bullshit. Drink drink for the contradiction. All right, we're going to go over to the after party. So if you want to join us on the... lots to talk about on the after party If today. you want to go to the after party, join us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash back to the bar. Come over and join us. And we will see you back here next week um, when Mackenzie has a miraculous recovery. Yes. Finally, we don't have to talk about the foot anymore. Oh, I'm sure we'll talk about the foot for at least eight more weeks. I did not remember the foot being such a storyline. It's wild. All right. We'll see you guys back here. Bye. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to Back to the Bar. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. And check out our YouTube channel, Back to the Bar, if you want to watch the episodes. The channel is linked in our show notes. And if you want to join our weekly after party, where we dish even more dirt, like naked pizza, hell, (laughs) (laughs) subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash back to the bar. See you next time. See you next time. Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high-quality items priced within reach, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for 50 bucks, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14-karat gold jewelry. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premier fabrics and finishes, which I absolutely love. So I travel a lot. I'm always on a plane. So a cuddly sweater is essential for me. And I just got the most gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous, perfect for spring, shell pink cashmere crew neck sweater. And it was literally $50. $50 for actual cashmere. Plus I have my eye on this really cute 100% cotton organic fisherman crew sweater. Uh, I think I need to add that to my shopping list because I know that Quince has unbeatably beautiful clothing and the prices just can't be beat. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash bar for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash bar to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash bar.